everybody and thank you for joining us on this episode of chatting with country today on the line with me i have paula hello (laughs) (laughs) hello everyone well hello right back at you thank you for joining me today Um, it's a pleasure and i can feel your smile so this is awesome. <laughs> yes, I am smiling. <laughs> All righty. So um, tell me a little bit about yourself. Um, you can start off as young or as old as you like, but just give us a rundown about who Paula is. Who Paula is? Well, um, I will say present. Um, Paula is... Um, A single mom. Um, She has an adult child, son. Um, I am a spirit-filled person, woman of God. Um, I love the Lord. I love um, to do outdoors, outdoorsy things. I I love to be around my family, um, do family events and I love to love on people, um, but I love to take care of my family any way I can and be that person. I'm a nurturer by heart. Um, I'm a giver by heart. So, yes, and I just I just love to be around people. Okay. What's your favorite memory? My favorite memory? Um... Let me see. Hmm. Probably it was a season when I went to Great America a lot. That was that was a fun thing for me to do. It was it was scary, but it was fun at the same time. I always got on the roller coasters. I always um, was getting out a lot doing that. I would say that's that's my most favorite because. Um, I was just free to go, you know, it was like, it's, it's scary fun, but I would say going, just going to the, um, to great America, going to the amusement park. So you say a scary fun, um, what was your favorite ride at great America? Um, the, I think it's the rage. <laughs> it's been so long. <laughs> The roaring rage or something. It was um oh my goodness. And it was one that was um I can't even think of it. It <laughs> it was made out of wood and it was horrible. And um but I used to love getting on that ride. Um was that the eagle that took you all the way, oh, up, way up and then dropped you down? Is that the one made out of wood? That's yeah, like the first roller coaster that they had out there. Yes, it's the eagle. It's horrible. Oh, that's I, so funny. Mm-hmm. That is one of my favorite. And so yeah, just getting on that and conquering that and yeah. All right. So you have any favorite books that you're reading? Um, I don't have a well, people laugh at this, but my favorite book I read is the Bible, but I do have plenty of other inspirational books. Um, I would say I don't have 
a favorite as far as um, besides the Bible, reading the Bible and understanding the Bible. That was uh, a big accomplishment to to do that because at one point I was not a big reader. And so, um, but I do have tons of books that um, I need to read. But one of them I can't think of right now, it was with, um, I did read that one. It was with Megan Good and um, Devon Franklin. Uh huh. It was about relationships. I love to read books about relationships. So I would say, um, generalized. That's one of my favorites. Is um, reading about relationships. All right. Seeing that you brought up the Bible, <laughs> what do you believe is is gonna happen when we check up out of here? What do you feel gonna happen when we die? You know, because some people feel like. Um, once you go under anesthesia or whatever, that's like the state. That's that's it. You don't know nothing about it or nothing. And the Bible even speaks on um, being unconscious and things like that. So well, what do you think? What I think is going to happen once we check out of here. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> actually, I don't know. I, I, have, I have some different thoughts. I'll be talking to God. I'm like... Yeah, you know, hearsay, she say, you know, people are like, oh, you're going to see your family. So like you say, you know, it's like I read the word and it's like, you know, I'm asking God to point that out, you know, and it's like some things I think um, he just don't, we don't, we just don't supposed to know, you know, it'll be great to see our family members again, but I'm like, okay, we're going to be in the spiritual realm. So we're going to be, we are spirits. And um, so I'm like. Do is that what he want for us to see our family? You know, I know people say, "Oh, you gonna see your family member." Actually, I I don't know. I mean, that would be nice, but you know, our our minds and and things is gonna be different. Like how we are on Earth right now, and our flesh and our brain and everything. I don't think that's gonna be the same when we when we check out. I I, I don't think it is. So. Uh, but that's just my thoughts. I don't, you know, it, it would be lovely <laughs> for us to see our family members um, that passed away and, and, and re- reunite with them. But, you know, I'd be like, mm, it's about it's about God. It's not really, you know, that shouldn't be the ultimate goal, you know, when you pass is to be cr- reconnect, reconnected with your family. So, yeah, I'm on the fence with that one. You know, and then I'm like, you had a sense of sadness. Like, you get up there and be like, man, I thought so-and-so was going to be up here, and I mm-hmm. ain't even here. Mm-hmm. You know, so mm-hmm. all of those thoughts and feelings would definitely, mm-hmm. to me, be removed, right? Because if that's the case, then now you went having had a car parties over on one of the clouds, you know? <laughs> um, yeah. You, you know, I'm the comedian, but... Um, <laughs> I love it. I'm just saying, you know, so for me, you know, your body is just that vessel and it's going to be here on earth and your spirit man is supposed to leave. But, you know, when you hear about no more pain, no more sickness, no more, no more worry, no more, no more, none of this stuff, then that means that our mind is is desensitized to everything that we left behind. And now we're looking forward to the glory and the goodness of the Lord, right? So we about yes. to hang out and just chill forever. 
yo, my family up here is good seeing y'all, but I don't even have that connection. So it'll be a sense of, yeah. to me, right? It'll be a sense of, uh, I can't pronounce it, for, for being familiar yeah. um, with a person, but I won't know though why. So why that person is familiar or maybe, you know, do we get a scent or something to bring something back to remembrance? But I don't even, I think you're going to be stripped from all of that, you know? Yes, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So it's like having your own own thought about it. You know, I mean, I hear other people's opinion and everything, but I don't let it like really just sit, mm-hmm. you know, like, yeah, that's going to happen. No, no, because that ain't the thought that he given me. So it's mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. yeah, go with your own. Mm-hmm. What, what, so with that, what's what's one of your biggest fears? One of my biggest fears is um, it used to be dying, but it's not now since I have a relationship with God. Um, mm-hmm. One of my biggest fears is not accomplishing all that he wants me to. So the stuff that he revealed to me now, because I know he don't give it all to us at once because it'll be overwhelming. So the things that he give to me that he has given to me it's like okay help me accomplish that but that's that is my biggest fear of me not accomplishing what he want me to accomplish on earth while I'm here yeah that's that's my biggest fear what would you consider your biggest challenge right now my biggest challenge right now um, let me see. I would say my health. I would say school, <laughs> but mm-hmm. I, yeah, it's kind of neck to neck. But really, it's my health. Um, that's my biggest challenge. Um, you know, I'm speaking. I'm healthy, and so you gotta, you know, the power of tongue, life and death. So I gotta speak negative, not dwell on mm-hmm. negativity with myself, and so. That is my biggest challenge. And for me to just focus in on um, on getting my health better than what I have. Like, that's the goes, goes to treating myself better. But, yeah, getting my health, that's, that's my biggest challenge. That's my focus right now because I know we have different um, focus in different seasons. We have different things that he wants us to focus on. And so... Definitely is my health right now. Um, just being healthier. You know, I mean, I'm healthy, but just, you know, being the healthiest I can be. And sometimes we have to take those moments for ourselves, right? Mm-hmm. We get so caught up in everybody else and everything else, mm-hmm. and we neglect us. You know, mm-hmm. we, we really do. We put ourselves last on the back burner, and God you know, start out small yeah. and be like, yo, you got this problem going on here. And we'd be like, okay, yeah, we're going to get to it. We're going to get mm-hmm. to it, yeah. And then he'd be like, yo, we get a little bit louder. Like, hey, okay, mm-hmm. now I'm going to send you a couple warnings now. Mm-hmm. I need you to fix this area over here. Yeah. Then it get a little bit louder, right? Yeah. And so it's like, do we listen? Where, where, What stage do we listen in? Like, when do we start to really fine-tune our hearing to hear what it is God is saying to us? And that's in anything, you know, health, relationship, work, uh, school, you know, whatever it is, at, at what level and how long does it take to hear God, right? 
Yeah. We know God is saying something to us. We know God is sending things to us. We know God is doing things for us. But we steady like, nope, I got time. Nope, I'm not going to open up. Nope, I'm not going to do this. Nope, I'm just going to keep taking and putting everything else on my plate. I'm going to keep neglecting myself, mm-hmm. you know. But God's definitely got a way of, like, standing in your face. Mm-hmm. And that's the moment that I don't be wanting to have because that can look like anything. It can look like heart attack. It can look like loss of a loved one, you know. It can it look like missing out on your blessing as far as relationship. It can look like so many, you know, different things you just have to be careful yes so true so um how important is the foundation to you how important is the foundation Mm -hmm. um it's very important because um my foundation is i would say the first word came to me is being stable um mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. it's 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 very important not to um just to be solid in in my decisions or you know whatever you know not because I, I feel like I used to be an indecisive person and so um it just reminded me of the Lord you know always always a lot of things I think about you know I have to incorporate the Lord it's like and this was something recent. It's funny you asked this because it's like, no, Lord, I don't want to. I'm not going to be lukewarm. You know, he'll spill us out. You know, you either be hot or cold. So, you know, it's like two feet down. I'm solid in my foundation of my decisions of, of what I need to do for myself and what he want me to do. Because what I do for myself is what he wants me to do. And whatever my heart's desire, I believe he placed that in me. And so, like you said, you know, it's like, okay, I'm giving you warnings. I'm giving you warnings. Mm-hmm, I'm giving you, okay, mm-hmm. this, 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 the outcome It's going to get worse. You acting this way, this, the outcome. So it's the foundation is, is, is really, um, is God for me. That's, that's my foundation. It's like, you know, what he tell me to do and how he want me to do it. And me not to have one foot in, one foot out. And, oh, I'm not sure. And then if I'm not sure, you know, you know, go into prayer. You know, don't don't give you know answers right away. Okay, let me let me think about that. Let me pray about that. And so, um, my foundation is very very important because that just keeps me grounded. It keeps me grounded in everything I do. What relationship? shape you the most when you were growing up what relationship um I would say the relationship with my dad and I know moms you know we love our moms a lot of us close to our moms but um and I wasn't that close to my dad but I was close enough I would say he shaped me because so many things he <laughs> said and he, he was a talker and I know I could be a talker. He was definitely a talker. And, you know, at that young age, it's like, I don't want to hear that, you know, at that young age, but God brought back a lot of things that my dad taught me and um, taught my other siblings. And it was definitely one to this day. Now, multiple streams of income. He used to always say that. And it's, it's like necessary now and people, you know, saying do this and this side business. 
he said that when I was younger. He was like, mm -hmm. I always have a multiple stream of income. And um, he always talked about health. And he always talked about exercising. It's like everything he talked about um, that would help me now. You know, it's a lot of things I didn't listen to. And it's like, but God brought it back to my mind. It's like, I didn't forget it. Certain things we block out and we forget. But that definitely shaped who I am and his discipline. And maybe because, you know, he was in a Vietnam War and he was an Army vet and, you know, and just, you know, being on time and doing this and this. Now, I'm not like that like extreme, but I feel like I picked up some of them good traits that, you know, um, you know, being on time and and doing things in order. He was a man of order, <laughs> doing things in order. Um, and so I definitely would say, you know, without him, <laughs> you know, my mom, I love my mom, but my dad definitely um, taught me a lot. And I would say he shaped me, you know, how I am, you know, good, bad, ugly, but definitely the good things um, that I, you know, try to focus on that he has um, taught us, taught me and my siblings. So I would give that credit to my dad. What does loving yourself mean to you? Loving myself, um, like we usually say, the inner and the outer. So the inner part first is um, having that relationship with God and reading and praying to him and talking to him. I feel better and I feel like I'm worth something and um because God say I'm worth something he say I'm worthy and he wakes me up and and so that's what makes me love on myself because I didn't before because I didn't have a relationship with God and so that's how I love on myself and the natural part so let me insert here mm -hmm. and then we'll go to the natural um I'll put a point right there so I know to to take you back to it but um you said that you did you didn't love yourself because you feel like you God was missing. You want to talk more about that? Yeah, I didn't. Um, it was a void, <laughs> probably several voids. Um, I always thought people, meaning men, like relationships, uh, fill that void. Um, but no, they didn't. And um food, um, food, filling that void, it didn't, you know, it leaves overweight, it leaves bad health, and, you know, um, some things, you know, you do to your body, you know, it's like, okay, but the ultimate thing was I needed the Lord, and so moving forward, that's how I love on myself is creating that space for myself. Um, people saying it's self-care, not self-care, self-care, but self-care is self-love. And so when you do self-care and you take care of yourself, uh, mentally, physically, spiritually, um, and you got to start somewhere. Some people, you know, don't have the um, spirituality. Don't Some people don't know God, don't love God. And so you have to start somewhere. You know, I didn't start there. 
So you have to you have to start somewhere loving on yourself. And some people they have it, you still don't, you know, love on yourself the right way. But um for me and my relationship with God, that's that will help me love on my that's help has helped me love on myself because when I talk to him, when I pray to him, you know, I give him my problems, I do feel better afterwards. Um, I see the manifestation and the results, you know, from my prayer, from me being obedient or not going there or not doing this or doing this or doing that. And so um, a lot of times, yeah, when I when I didn't love on myself, I did, you know, I tried to do things that I thought that was pleasing to my flesh and thought that'll do it and that'll help me. And it's temporary. Just like I say, happiness is is situational. You know, you want joy. So joy on the inside of you. You know, if you're having a bad day, you have that joy and you be like, you know what? I'm not going to treat that person mean because I didn't get enough sleep or, you know, I'm not going to work and being mean because I didn't get enough sleep or maybe because I don't want to be here or, you know, it's not nobody else's fault. So it's like, you know, being conscious of them things, being mindful of of them things and and that's how you continue to love on yourself because sometimes people that don't love on themselves it shows and so um (laughs) i see it you know i see it in myself you know if i look in the mirror and you know and i i can see it on people um on the outer is like if you're not loving on yourself you're not you know treating yourself with care you're not taking care of yourself and so um, you don't want to be a rag doll for other people. And, you know, you got to be intentional and, and really love on yourself. And that took me a while. You know, I'm, I'm in my 40s now. It, it took me a long time to get to this place um, of really, really understanding what that means. But, of course, God made me understand that. And, you know, without the relationship with him, you can't discover who you are. And that's what people be out here doing whatever and trying to figure it out themselves because they don't have a relationship with God. And so they don't know. And so that's why they do things on their own and in their own might. And it doesn't work. It, it's not going to last. All right. Now, what you got for the natural? The natural. I love <laughs> my baths. <laughs> I love my baths with my candles. I just, oh, I just love it. I'd be like, thank you, Lord. Um, just loving on myself. Um, I love when it gets warm. I could just walk out the house and go take a walk. Um, I feel so much better when I finish that walk or go to the park um, or read a book, you know, um, not just the Bible, just loving on myself, taking the time to get um, information, to get, you know, they, it's true, knowledge is power, and just, that's that's me loving on myself, even even reading, because I wasn't a reader back then, my mom used to make fun of me, because huh, my sister, they love to read, and I was in high school, like, I don't got time, <laughs> I'm, I'm out in the streets, we're talking about reading a book, <laughs> but now, you know, it's like I'm, you know, I'm up, up in age, and that's saying, life can be boring because you know you still can do things and God still wants you to have fun and be active and and you know so but I I do know how to take out time and be still 
and I can be at home and, and it feels good and, and read a book and, you know, I don't have to be outside all the time to, to feel like, you know, oh, I need fun, fun, fun outside. I can sit and be still and, and read a good book. And so um, that's loving on myself. That's that's um, treat myself good. Treat yourself good. Respect yourself. You know, I feel like I always respected myself, but you really, really respect yourself when you really, truly love on yourself. What would you tell young women as far as loving themselves? Young women, I would say, um, I would say respect your body. Um, I would say um, get a good book that maybe interests you. Sometimes you people don't, you know, you don't have to start off with the Bible. You can get, you know, what's, what's your interest um and whatever your interest is some people don't know but most people they they know what they like to do like a hobby or whatever start out with as a hobby and um just take care of yourself loving yourself you know make them doctor's appointments um you know you don't have to wait till you get up in age you know eat kind of eat clean have have your cheat days but you know treat your you know don't treat your body like a trash can and just eat whatever you know you have a lot of slender people but they unhealthy and so you know the younger ones you know you wear certain clothes and you know present yourself um in a in a nice way present yourself with certain clothes you can wear you don't have to show off everything because what happens is you know you want to attract a guy but what kind of guy yeah, you're losing value mm-hmm. you're losing value because because I, I believe most people do, especially the younger women, they, I just insert myself because back in the day, you know, you want a certain type of guy. You, you, you're you not sure, but you know you're a good person and you want a, a, a good guy that's going to respect you and um, love you, take care of you, especially if you're a young adult woman. And, you know... <laughs> you know let the holy spirit lead you or what to wear you know you know he will having that relationship with god is still go back to god because he will convict you he will you know you can wear that you not wear that and people don't you know believe in that because they don't have a relationship but yes you know you ask the holy spirit you know what do you want me to wear today what you want me to you know how you want me to wear my hair i had to learn all that so as mm-hmm. you telling a young woman you know you are like you said you are valuable you are valuable i have my moments uh daily where right before i get up gotta show me what i'm putting on mm-hmm. and i think that's you know that's a trip sometimes it could be a trip i'll be like well where's that they'd be like right there in the closet <laughs> was like hanging out you know and i i have one thing in mind and i'll be showing something else and then i put that on and you know, to be honest, I have moments where I'd be like, "Dang, am I gonna die today?" And the way this out, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I trips all the way out because mm-hmm. your spirit man will get you dressed. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, it happens every day. Yeah, and I That's think it's great. Thing. So if it's like, if we, you know, I have uh, my niece, but if you have young people in your life that you can pour into, you know. Um, and strategically do it, you know, in a way you're not um, 
um, you know, like judgmental. Yeah, that's the word. Thank you. Mm -hmm. You're not judgmental to them or you, you know, you doing it in a loving kindness way and they will listen. And, you know, um, I had my niece just certain way. I love her, but it's like, you know, we can't, we can't let her do it. It's like, <laughs> it's like, yeah, you know, your cheeks out, <laughs> but, but yeah, it's like, so definitely if you, you know, have anyone and um, God brings certain young women in your life and it's like, absolutely. It's, it's a certain way to um, just teach them that information. That's, that's what they need from the older women, you know, cause we was their age once before. So mm -hmm. we, we know, and we we've been through it. I know I have. I've I, <laughs> I've been through it, so I can I can tell you I've been through the hoochie moments and the hoochie wearing clothes and and uh, it's like as a generation um, gets it's different. It's it's mm -hmm. whoa! I didn't do that, but you know it's <laughs> it gets more revealing. They wear more mm -hmm. revealing stuff, and it's it's scary. But I'm like whoa! But yeah. Mm. Yeah. What are what are you most proud of, Paula? I'm most proud of my growth in the Lord, my maturity in the Lord, um, and in the natural just growth and maturity where I am now. Um, not being so hard on myself of what I suppose accomplished at this age, but where he has me right now and the information and the discernment and all that stuff that um he already had on the inside of me i'm just yeah i'm i'm just proud of that about myself of where i'm at now the knowledge that he gives me the growth i would say the growth to sum it up the maturity for, for those people who have tried a lot of things as far as trying to love themselves and still finding themselves in a dark spot, you know, and they feel like they went to God and God didn't hear them, you know, um, what would you say to them? And do you feel like therapy is a good thing for people? You know, a lot of people are afraid to go to therapy and things like that. Mm. What would you say to those people? For the people that, um, that's lost and for the people um, that feel like there's no way out. Um, I would say pray, even though you're not sure of um, who you're talking to, to yourself. You're not sure if there's a God. Um, just start talking to yourself in your room. Just start praying to, you know, what you want to see, what you want to get yourself out of. And, um, yeah, for people that, you know, want to take their life and, and, and you know, mm. talk to someone. You know, I experienced um, someone that did commit suicide that was very close to. Um, talk to others. Um, reach, out to, reach out to someone. You know, someone to understand your situation. There's always someone that's been through it or had them thoughts. So I would tell that person to definitely reach out to someone. Yes, therapy can be expensive, especially if you don't have insurance, or it's not going through your insurance, or you just can't afford it. A lot of times, um, 
you get that, you know, you put that confidant in someone and we minister to others. So Mm -hmm. (laughs) we actually (laughs) is each other therapists, Mm -hmm. honestly, Um, someone that's going to speak positivity in your life. You know, that's the person you can draw to Um, a lot of a lot of uh, my passion is for the youth. Um, because I know the bullying and all that stuff like that. And so even adults be um, be in pain because they didn't get that resolved trauma. They didn't get that resolved as a child or, like you say, parents couldn't afford it. So then as an adult, you know, they carry that on as an adult. But I would say reach out. Um, if it's a coworker, you, you, most likely you're working on a job a person that you think you can feel comfortable talking to because people need people. So you're not alone. You, you're definitely not alone. And that person that's in your life, because God strategically placed people in your life that been through the same thing or similarity and they can help. They can help with you just venting and you just talking. And I just say, be around people that you know, that can help you, that can encourage you that can give you hope that it's okay in spite of what's going on in this world. It could be scary. A lot of stuff was going on, but you focus on God or get to know God. Or like I say, like you say, if you don't know God, if you like, I don't know about all that stuff, but you get a person cause God, that's why we vessels because he used us to reach mm-hmm. and touch certain people and bring people in our lives that we can help. And they can help us. So for yeah, definitely for that person, it's somebody that's close to you that can help you. It's always he always like the ram in the bush. It's always somebody that's near you that can help you. I always um, say to people when I cross their path, like, listen, I don't know what it is, but if God connected you with me and had me cross your path is definitely for a reason. Mm-hmm. And usually, you know, people try to, some people try to get up out of it and make it short term, but the connections mm-hmm. with me is always long term. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, it's not a bad thing. And, you know, I've been doing a lot of praying because I absorb, I've always considered myself an absorber mm-hmm. of feelings and stuff and it gets heavy but God taught me how to lay them at his feet so it's like when I come across say I talk to you you know I take that from you and in the beginning when we converse you were heavy right but by the end you're light and so it's like I suck all of that from you and then I take it to Christ and lay it down and so um that's something I always, you know, tell people that like, yeah, you would try to get rid of, but I ain't going nowhere. I'm like that last nerve in the back of your heel, you know, that you can't get to. Um, Cause I will work it. <laughs> that's <laughs> I'm good. trying to keep you positive. You know, mm-hmm. I got to, I have to, because it's so easy to be negative and be consumed yeah. with the negativity. And somebody mm-hmm. got to get the positive and I have my moments, you know where I'm where I'm down but it's definitely just the moment 
It's just a moment. That's I have to good. Mm-hmm. Just a moment. That's what who I tell that to. Somebody prophesied a long time ago about me being depressed. I said it's just a moment. I'm mm-hmm. not staying in that place. I used to because I didn't know better, but you know, God got me out of that and that man. Mm-hmm. But you're right. It's just a moment, and you need that as well. And and whoever you know, that person, several person is. That's to say, we all need that person. We all need that person. And God, he, he plays certain people. He, he definitely yeah. plays certain people in your life and he will never and leave. It ain't just no anybody. Right. Yeah. He, he won't leave us comfortless. And so absolutely. So I embrace all that. Yeah. She said he won't leave us comfortless. I like that. Mm-hmm. So, um, do you have any last things to say before I read our takeaways? No, this is great. Yeah, I can hear the smile. Good for you. <laughs> Miss, I don't know if I should do this. I'm scared. <laughs> yeah, you know, this 2023, I'm stepping out. I'm trying new things. And, and yeah, yeah. He working on me. All right, so our takeaways from today is to take care of your body. You know, take care of you. Stability matters. Be solid in your decisions. Yeah. Um, if you can, have multiple streams of income. Take long baths with candles. Do some walking. Do some reading. Learn to hear God. Go into prayer. Meditate. Study. Mm-hmm. The Bible says, seek ye first. Seek ye first the kingdom of heaven and the rest will be added unto you so don't seek man don't seek woman don't seek food don't seek gambling whatever your vice is Mm -hmm. seek ye first the kingdom of heaven and your heart's desires will be released to you seek god seek your creator that relationship is vital to life. And I promise you, you'll find that perfect peace. If it's a companion, you will get that companion. You know, doors will be open that you thought were closed. You know, doors don't close that need to be closed. And it's just like a bigger picture there. Um, and usually this is the part where I say, and on that note, but I'm being prompted um, Paula, so go ahead and pray us out. <laughs> mm-hmm. So we thank you, Heavenly Father. We just bless you, Father God. We thank you for Talisha with this podcast, doing this creation, Father God, putting you first, Father God, in this podcast. We just thank you for the conversations. We thank you for the bonds, Father God that she is creating father god we just thank you father god for the information the downloads father god that you give us every day we thank you for everything that you're doing and why you're doing it sometimes we don't understand but we trust you father god that everything father god is working out for our good and we just trust you and we believe that father god and we just thank you on today Mm -hmm. father god we thank you for many more podcasts that talisha will have father god connections with other people father god and we just thank you father god we give you all the glory father god because this is for you father god and we just thank you for the connections that you bringing together the healing that you bringing together through this podcast father god and we hey so we bless you on today god 
in Jesus mighty name amen amen and on that note if you hang in there with me I'll hang in there with you peace